Hello, hello, and welcome back. Episode 118. We are back. Sorry for taking another week off. We actually knew we were going to take last week off, and we we probably should have mentioned that like when we were recording like two weeks ago because we knew at the <laughs> time we were going to be off, and we just, like, I don't know, slipped our minds, failed to mention it. So sorry about that. Um, uh, Joe was busy. I was busy. We were all busy. Um, but we're back once again. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, the reason I couldn't record last week was my parents were in town, so they had a, they had yeah. a lot of fun. They had a Hell good yeah. time. They just, like, stay for a week, so it's hard to record um, <laughs> yeah. while they're, they're here. They're aggressive. They, like, show up and then never leave. <laughs> they're just like, but we love you, and we want to stay here forever. And I'm like, that's cool at all, but, like, I also do, like, have to, like, I know it's less of, like, having fun with them and more just, like, I, like, you get into, like, a routine, and you're like, oh, I haven't had, like, time to decompress in a bit, so... Yeah, yeah, it was uh, lovely having them. And then when they left, it was like, yay, time for me. You're like, oh, my God, I have my house to myself. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know how that feels. <laughs> um, what about you? Um, oh, you had a very special weekend. <laughs> I had a big weekend. <laughs> so I got to go to WrestleMania in L.A., which was like so exciting. I, I had like the best time, obviously. It was so fun. It was everything I dreamed of. Um, yeah, it was great. I went to, so WrestleMania is actually a two night event. Um, it was Saturday night and Sunday night. So we went to night one, we went to Saturday night, um, drove up to LA, stayed the night up there. Um, it was, it was crazy. Okay. You, I, I highly doubt you've ever been to like SoFi stadium. I have not either. Um, but it's like the biggest stadium in LA. I think it, it's massive. Like it's so huge is where the Rams and I guess the Chargers now since they left yeah, San Diego, but it's like where two teams play. It's huge. It's an insane arena. It's really cool. Um, it was like sold out. Like it was like packed. It was crazy. Um, was uh, Snoop Dogg there? Snoop Dogg was there. Because yes. I definitely saw a picture of him like body slamming a dude. Yes. So Snoop was there. He was like basically one of the co-hosts, which is like a surprise. Like they didn't really do that in advance but yeah so he was there um bad bunny was there um which he's like a big fan of wwe so i kind of thought he would be um let's see there was like a lot of famous people there but um i mean outside of like wwe like um uh fluffy was there gabriel iglesias um he's a big fan he's a huge fan (laughs) <laughs> Did I tell you my mom has seen him like three or four times in concerts and she's not a fan? She just keeps getting asked to go and she <laughs> says yes. Okay, that's amazing. What a random thing to just like happen to stumble into multiple times. Like, good for her. Well, more that like with Oklahoma, there's so many casinos that just like will hand out tickets. And so she has this one friend yeah. who's like, I got tickets to Fluffy again. And she's like, Again. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. My mom actually really does like him though, which is funny. Oh, that's um, funny. She's like, watch, she watches his like stand up specials. Yeah, which is like so unexpected for my mom. I'm like, okay, Kathleen. Like, um, yeah, so no, it was like so fun though. It was like the best event. I had the best time. Um, it's just like I don't know, it's like really fun to be around people who are like it just everyone around you is like also a fan. Like everyone at the hotel we were staying at was there for WrestleMania. Like everyone's walking around like in WWE shirts and swag and stuff. Like 
you can literally turn to any stranger in the crowd and be like, so like, who do you think is going to win this match? And people will just like go off and like talk to you about it. So like, it was just like, I don't know, like that part I thought was like really fun just to be around a bunch of people who are like also fans, like, and really want to like get into it. Like, <laughs> um, like I was talking to these two like super nerdy guys, like literally at the Starbucks that morning, like grabbing coffee. And I was like, so who do you think is going to win the big fight tonight? And they're like, Oh, I think this. And like, it's just like, I don't know. It's like fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. So I had like the best time. Thank you to Andrew for, for surprising me with tickets for Christmas. <laughs> and like, I was joking. We were like, are we like going to be like, re- like WrestleMania people now? Like, are we going to have to go every year now? And we're like, I don't know, maybe <laughs> like, except next year it's in Philly and I really don't want to go to Philly. So probably not, but yeah, it was really good. Also, friend of the pod, my friend Johnny, who is like one of my former co-workers who has come on yeah. the pod before. Um, he actually is a big WWE fan and him and his wife were there too. So we actually got to meet up with them um, at WrestleMania, which was very fun. So oh, nice. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, so yeah, that's basically like the highlight of my life recently <laughs> and will be for a while. Honestly, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I told Kelsey about it. And so she now wants me to take her to her thing which is monster trucks. So apparently we're going to be doing that in the future. (laughs) Okay. Amazing. Love that. (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of crossover in the demographics there. (laughs) I know. It's also funny because I actually used to watch monster trucks like when I was like younger, honestly, like, I just feel like it's a good time. So yeah, WrestleMania. It seems fun. Yeah. yeah, no, I'd be I'd be super down. Like it seems it seems fun, honestly. Like I going to like a monster truck rally or whatever. Yeah. Good t- good vibes. <laughs> nice. Well, that's cool. Did your person that you wanted to win win? Okay, Seth Rollins did win. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I was wearing his shirt and he did. We got to see him on night one. He did win against fucking Logan Paul. So very exciting stuff. I know. I know. See, that's why I wanted him to win so bad. I was like, we cannot let Logan Paul beat this man. Like I can't do it. So yeah, luckily he won. Oh yeah. No, I like his, I like his look. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. He is so fun. He's like, He's got the craziest outfits. Like his outfits are just insane, but he's very fun. I love him. He's also married to Becky Lynch, who's another big WWE star. And like they have like a little like a little kid together and stuff. Like like they're very cute. Like they're actually like a very like wholesome family, like kind of behind the scenes, which is like adorable. So yeah, I, I just love them. Um the big upset of night two was that Roman Reigns, who has been like the reigning champion for like three or four years or some shit like he won the like title match yet again and everyone's just like sick of him like we just like don't like like i don't know why he's still like the top guy like wwe like everyone's tired of his shit basically but he won yet again so that was like a little bit of an upset that everyone was disappointed about because everyone loves the guy who was like challenging him yeah cody rhodes everyone loves him um and he's had like this really good like comeback story he had like he like tore his pec and it was like a nasty injury and he had to surgery and all this stuff so he came back um but he he couldn't beat roman so that was like the disappointing part um so no one knows where like the storyline is gonna go now because we're just like okay i feel like we've been doing this shit where like roman is running everything for like like multiple years now like we need some fresh content here like i'm tired of it so i don't know i the 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 writers uh, whoever writes the storylines like they must have like a master plan here because they always do like i just don't know what it is so we'll find out i'm excited (laughs) to see what freddie prince jr has for us (laughs) would you look up cody (laughs) well no like he he writes for the wwe so i just 
Oh, right. He's like, oh, yeah, he's really into it. I forgot. He's really, really into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. I love that. Um, But yeah, so should be good. We'll find out. (laughs) Nice. Well, you want to get into some stories? Hell yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. You're up first. So we were both just talking about this, but I think we have like a backlog of stories because we haven't recorded. So I've got some good ones. Um, Okay. Okay, so my first story covers multiple topics that we love. Um, you know how we love HOA drama? Yeah. We've got that in here. Nice. Um, and we've got um, we've got like a uncomfortable friends with benefits situation. Check. So there's a lot of good stuff going on here. Um, there's also like some kind of petty revenge type vibes. So I think this is like great all around. It checks all the boxes. <laughs> all right. Today I fucked up by fooling around with a neighbor who's on the HOA board. I know that (laughs) I see. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I know this is a first world problem, but it still sucks. (laughs) I had fooled around with a neighbor who happens to sit on the board of our building's HOA. It hadn't been an issue until recently when I declined to fool around with him. I learned that he had been dating some girl. And as far as I can tell, she does not know that he has an ex friends with benefits in the building. Feeling uncomfortable about the friend with benefits arrangement, I told him very politely um, what my reasons were for saying no to a request for a, quote, quick beach. <laughs> it's just out here asking for a quick beach. <laughs> Love it. Um, I had to remind him very calmly and rationally that he cannot, quote, grandfather in casual sex when he is in a relationship with someone else. <laughs> Life does not work that way. Well, now I think he's angry. I can't prove it without a lot of expensive legal fees that I don't think is worth the squeeze. In short, he sits on the HOA board, and I am pretty certain that he is an influential voice on the Architectural Improvement Committee. This is the committee that residents have to submit unit alteration applications to for approval. Yes, even for something like mounting TVs or putting a planter on your balcony. One of the items that needs pre-approval is outdoor furniture. I imagined it was pretty standard. Fill out the application, make sure it's heavy enough that it won't fly off the balcony and hurt someone, um, et cetera, and then bam, it's approved. When I saw this set that I liked for an outdoor refresh, I placed the order because I thought it would be approved without problem. It was a limited sale and a very good deal. Then I got the rejection on Friday. To make matters worse, the furniture had already been delivered because it took the HOA forever to review the application. The reason the committee provided was that the color of the sunbrella cushions was not, quote, consistent with the aesthetic of the common spaces. I immediately replied with a question. Why did Unit X get approved for their teal cushions and mine got denied? Their reply was that it was an oversight. Moving forward, they would not allow unapproved colors anymore. I just know it was him, my ex-friends with benefits. I can't prove it without getting an attorney and alleging inconsistent application of HOA rules. Um... And then deposing them and finding out, um, again, the juice is just not worth the squeeze. I can get new cushions that are neutral, but I can't return my fun cushions, and I'm out several hundred dollars because of it. This sucks so much. (laughs) What an unfortunate time. (laughs) I think she ought to fuck another HOA member and get it approved. I know. I think that's the power move here. I think you got to, like, fuck his friend at this point. (laughs) Like, (laughs) really get back at him. (laughs) But what the hell? (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's some petty revenge and i kind of i kind of approve on his end of things of like i'm gonna go the pettiest route i can go it's so like, petty but also he's entirely in the wrong like because yeah. he was like dating someone and want still want her to come over for quote a quick beach <laughs> which i just think is hilarious 
<laughs> so like he's in the wrong, but at the same time, it is pretty funny. <laughs> like fuck you and your teal cushions. <laughs> That's my thing is, is like he's clearly in the wrong, but I'm such a fan of petty bullshit that I'm like, yeah, yeah, good job, man. You win this one. HOAs are the definition of petty bullshit. Like, it that's is. all they are is petty bullshit. <laughs> and I kind of love it. <laughs> all right. What's your first one? Today I fucked up by going through my fa- uh, father's old things. So any idea of what we're going to find here? Because truly it could be anything. I I mean, I hope it's like something sex related. Like, I hope it's like a crazy sex toy or something from like the 80s. It is sex related. So okay. you're, you're correct in that assessment. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. All right. So today my father asked me if he uh, paid me about $20, would I go through his building um, that got built like 20 years ago? Fuck off number one was agreeing to this. I went into this fucking mess and started grabbing random stuff to steal. Old cassette tapes, CDs, VHS tapes, etc. I packed some of his stuff. I'm going through CDs, dads. Most of them are burnt CDs, so they have really unspecific names like racial slur music, rock pop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like racial slur music. Racial slur music. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, that is kind of accurate for any like you know rapper hip hop from like a certain genre, like a certain decade. Like yeah. that's true. <laughs> You're not that, wrong. That would be a good album title. I'm not gonna lie. Racial like, slur music. Yes, the hardest album to drop this year. <laughs> okay, there's this one. I read the time and it was smeared and hard to read. Anime love. Oh this no! Is the, oh yeah, oh, no. this is the normal assumption. As no. my dad used to watch anime often. Oh no! As I find this, I store it away until I leave, expecting to uncover an old burnt copy of Bleach episodes or something. Oh no! I, I went about my business, clearing out the place, finding more CDs and stuff like that, and then me and my father start to fire a fire to burn the seat, cardboard boxes and garbage in it. We let the fire go out, and I go back in. I grab the mysterious disc and put it into a DVD player. The desk begins to play, and I am met with, want to guess? Any guesses? I'm going to guess disturbing. hentai. I'm guessing hentai. Uh, you're close, but the label was missing some letters. Uh-oh. The disc begins to play, and I am met with a horse having sex with a woman no. while several men watch, and I immediately eject the disc and realize what the disc actually said. It didn't say anime love. Instead, it was far worse. It said animal love. No. Yeah. Oh no. I was hoping it would go the an- just like the the kinky anime route, you know, like some hentai, some gangbangs, um, you know, the standard stuff. <laughs> Someone said on the Reddit, they're like, it was kind of difficult to get through that first half, and the comment was like, well, it's difficult when you're bred with a half horse. No. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> was that the end? That was the end. There oh, no gosh. We up. don't get any, like, updates or, like, no. co- confrontations. No, nope, he's just scarred for life. That's it. Cool. Very chill. Very chill. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, indeed. <clears throat> oh, man. Right, what's your next one? Okay. Um. Do you want a a funny one or, like, a wholesome one? I have... I could go either way. Does it involve a manuscript? No. Okay, go go whichever one you want. I'm thinking funny, but you do you do your thing. Okay, I'll go funny. All right. So I'm an always sunny fan. You're an always sunny fan, right? I'm like just like um 
I just haven't seen the newer seasons, but I think I've seen you're, through like eight. You're yeah. familiar. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. So this has to do with Always Sunny. Um, today I fucked up by assuming my friend has seen It's Always Sunny. <laughs> One of my friends posted on Instagram that he had gotten a puppy and named her Artemis. For those of you that aren't a fan of the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there is a le- legendary character named Artemis, known for her foul behavior. She introduced herself on the show by proudly declaring, Name's Artemis. I have a bleached asshole. <laughs> so, doing what any rational person would, I sent my friend a DM that says, Does she have a bleached asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Well, turns out my buddy has not seen this show and is now extremely upset that I asked him if he had bleached his puppy's asshole. <laughs> he responded, said I was disgusting and needed help. <laughs> I tried to explain the situation, but I don't think it made it much better. Now I don't think I'm ever going to get to see this cute puppy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and then, okay, so I have to read you some of the comments because people did people did great on the comments. Great work. Okay. For top comment is, I don't think you will get to meet the puppy, dot, 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 because of the implication. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else commented, is the puppy in danger? And the next person said, no, 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 you're clearly not getting this. See, the puppy's not actually in danger. It's just once she's on a boat, all alone, with hundreds of miles of ocean surrounding her, just, just me to keep her company. She'll have to, dot, 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 you know, because of the implication. <laughs> So yeah, the comments were the best part. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I love Always Sunny. <laughs> I do. I need to get back on the train. I, I've said that for years. I just uh, I haven't done it, and I need to. You need to. Do, you need to get back on it. It's it still slaps. Like it's still good. You know how a lot of shows go downhill. No, there, there's there's up and down like you know episodes here and there, but overall it is still like consistently very good. Um, yeah, I was hoping to actually just start at the beginning and then rewatch like all the way through because like, I actually don't remember what season we did I that. ended on. Yeah, we did that a while back. We did that during the pandemic. We did a full Sunny rewatch like up through the current stuff and it, it it's so good. I mean, it's a classic. Like I could watch any episode of Always Sunny at any time and like be happy. <laughs> nice. Oh man, what's your next one? This one blew up on Reddit, and I'm very excited. Uh, today I fucked up by reading a manuscript my ex-girlfriend wrote. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm surprised we haven't seen this one, but a few days ago, I, he's 28, got an email from my ex, 25, with the subject line, I did it thanks to you, exclamation point. The email had an attachment. The attachment was a manuscript. It was an autobiography written by my ex-girlfriend. The title of the autobiography instantly took me back to the time when my ex-girlfriend and I were still dating. I was sexually inexperienced back in those days, whereas my ex-girlfriend had more than enough sexual experience. We enjoyed talking about past relationships and what sex was like. It never was a thing in our relationship, just casual conversation. My ex-girlfriend had more stories to tell, and all of them were entertaining. I remember joking about how she probably wrote a, should write a book. We laughed, made love, and a few months later, our relationship came to an end. It was sad, but alas, life continued. We're now back in the present. I finished reading the manuscript an hour ago. There were 72 chapters. Each chapter was about an individual person my ex had uh, got to know sexually. (gasps) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) No real names were mentioned. Only character labels like the surfer, the biker, the jock, the older man, etc. Some of the stories and characters I actually remembered based on the details my ex-girlfriend shared with me during our relationship. Others were totally new. 
but new or not, it turns out it was fun to read. Until I made it to chapter 39. My chapter. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a guess what his title was. I hope it's something really degrading, but I don't know. <laughs> it is the turtle. Whoa, why is he the turtle? Oh, no. oh you're going to find out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's all. This is already sad. No one wants to be the turtle. <laughs> no one wants to be the turtle in no. a book of 72 lovers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's the best you could come up with. <laughs> it makes sense. We're we're getting there. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind all the sexual partners my ex-girlfriend mentioned in her manuscript had something specific about them that made sex memorable for her. For example, the surfer always smiled like the ocean, which never failed to turn her on. The biker had... Wait, I'm sorry. What you, hold up. What do you mean? Smiled like the ocean? Oh, what smelled. The smelled. Oh, I said smiled, and I'm like, that's the lamest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Okay, he smelled like the ocean. Gotcha, gotcha. Carry on. (laughs) The biker had gang tattoos from the neck down, but the one tattoo that always made her rip her clothes off was a pet hamster tattoo. What? Then there was... (laughs) She has crushable taste, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm worried about this girl, honestly. (laughs) Then there's me, a guy who couldn't swim, let alone surf, no tattoos, and with practically zero sexual experience at the time. So what was so memorable about me? Well, according to my chapter, the answer was my adorably small penis. Oh, no. My ex-girlfriend described it how she could almost forgotten what it felt like not to choke during oral before she met me. She compared my penis to the head of a baby turtle, thus my chapter character name. Based on what I was reading, not only did I have the smallest penis compared to all the other people she dated, but I also had the only penis that somehow managed to look too innocent for sex. (laughs) Okay, that's just so sad. Oh, no. (laughs) It didn't come across as if my ex-girlfriend was purposely trying to insult me, but come on. I think most people can understand what a sensitive topic penis size can be to a guy who's not hung like a horse. I still need to contact my ex-girlfriend and provide my feedback, but I'm not going to need some time to process what I read. It's not every day that someone writes a book about your small dick. Welcome back, insecurities. I didn't think I'd have seen you for a while. Oh, my God. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Well, someone said, the good news for you is turtles usually come last. Hey. Yeah. Wait, so is this just, like, something she wrote in her free time? Like, is she publishing this? Like, do we have more details on the manuscript? No, I kind of want the manuscript. I do want to read this. Honestly. Like, I kind of need to know, like, is this getting published? Like, is this going to be, like, a book of the month pick? Like, I'm I'm ready. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. This also reminds me of a plot line in the OC where this girl, her ex-husband, who's, like, her French lover that she, like, like impulsively married and then like quickly got divorced from he like uh-huh. write he writes like a memoir and it's called like something called like a summer for peaches or something but like he calls her boobs peaches so like <laughs> it's about her and it like is published and it's like a bestseller and everyone's reading it it's really funny it's a great storyline on the oc so that's what i'm thinking of <laughs> i love everything that you just told me truly like yes i, I want to see that <laughs> oh it's the best it's so good <laughs> The OC is so funny because, like, after season three, when like Marissa died, like the main character, 
they went really off the rails with storylines in season four and then it like got canceled <laughs> like rightfully so but this was one of the season four storylines like they just were like fuck it <laughs> we don't have to follow any story anymore <sighs> all right so my last one is a long one but it's like it like it's wild like i think it's worth it so here we go okay, okay. today i fucked up telling my dad about tom all right Who's tom <laughs> exactly exactly All right, let's get into it. A week ago, a random homeless man waved at me when I, an 18-year-old male, was walking home from school with my friends. I did what I thought was the polite thing to do and waved back. As soon as the homeless man saw me wave, he yelled, I banged your dad. My friends laughed. Feeling somewhat compelled to set the record straight, I yelled, my dad's not gay, bro. The homeless man said, tell your dad Tom misses that Italian ass. One of my friends friends froze and said, dude, isn't your dad like you know, Italian. I was done communicating with the crazy homeless person and walked away without saying anything to anyone, not even my friends. Towards the end of the day, I decided to ask my dad if he knew a man named Tom. My dad narrowed his eyes and repeatedly said Tom like he was struggling to connect the dots. It seemed like my dad didn't know anyone named Tom, which was good enough for me. I was prepared to close the case and never mention you know who again. But then my mom appeared out of nowhere and reminded my dad that he used to work with someone named Tom. My dad awkwardly complimented my mom for having such a good memory at her age before confirming that he did indeed work with a Tom, but the two of them somehow lost contact when coworker Tom became unemployed Tom a few months ago. I said I might have seen Tom and I think he's homeless Tom now. My dad asked what prompted me to talk to a random stranger on the street. I said the random stranger targeted me and actually did most of the talking. My dad said from now on he's going to drive me to school and pick me up. I said I preferred walking with my friends, but my dad said he preferred keeping me safe. I said it was a homeless man, not Hannibal Lecter, but both my parents agreed that I was no longer walking to school. I said time out and asked my dad if he wanted to know what Tom said about him. My dad literally stopped blinking when he looked at me and said Tom's big mouth was the reason he got fired. So so if it was the same Tom that spoke to me, then he would suggest that I do what Tom failed to do, which was keep quiet. I got the sense... Yeah, I got the sense that my dad wanted me to stop talking about Tom, so I did. The next morning, my dad made me get in his car so we could drive me to school like he said he would. All I could do was sulk. As we were driving, my dad showed me a photo on his phone of a guy and asked if that was the homeless man that I saw. Not the best picture quality. The photo was clearly cropped, but there I was, or there he was, the clean-cut version of homeless Tom. I said that that was the guy. My dad asked me what Tom said about him. Without going into detail, I said Tom missed him. My dad asked me to explain where I saw Tom. He said he was going to check if Tom was still there and tell him never to bother me again. When my dad and I saw each other again, he was picking me up from school. He seemed a lot happier than when he dropped me off. Oh, no. My friends at school were convinced that Tom and my dad had an office romance that came to an end when Tom lost his job. The consensus was that my dad might allow homeless Tom to put his you-know-what in my dad's you-know-where as soon as the two of them saw each other again. I refused to believe what all my friends believed until I noticed my dad low-key blushing behind the wheel when I asked if he managed to find and confront Tom. My dad said there was no sign of Tom when he checked, but he promised to go back and check again. He was quick to change the subject and ask me about school, my friends, etc. A week ago... My dad preferred working from home because he could spend more time with me and my mom. But for the past couple of days, he's apparently been spending most of his time at the office. Uh. Yesterday, my mom found an unused condom in the laundry and assumed it was mine. 
I said the condom didn't belong to me, but my mom gave me the slow nod of mistrust before interrogating me about my non-existent sex life. (laughs) Meanwhile, my dad had no idea what to tell my mom when she made him aware that some of his clean laundry had gone missing. Socks, underwear, etc. gone. Something was going on. The unusually long hours at work, the mysterious condom, the missing laundry, all pointed towards someone who's not very good at covering their tracks. I get the feeling that the condom was for Tom, who is probably wearing my dad's missing socks and underwear. That being said, I have nothing to confirm that my dad is cheating on my mom with another man, but if he is and the other guy ends up being Tom, then technically I'm responsible for potentially ruining a marriage by accidentally reuniting my possibly gay father with someone that was out of his life for good reason. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. (laughs) What a ride. (laughs) That was a ride indeed. I know. It's a journey, right? (laughs) Do we get any updates on that? Like, I feel like we're missing something, but... Okay, no, there's no updates posted um, yet, but I will keep an eye out because, like, yeah, and a lot of people are just commenting, like, now he's going to be stepdad Tom. (laughs) Stepdad Tom! And I'm like, oh, no! Because I love that, like, it goes from, like, work Tom to homeless Tom to stepdad Tom. Oh, boy. That was a lot, man. <laughs> no, I know. It's a lot. <laughs> but I love the, like, tell me, miss, I miss that Italian ass. And they're like, wait, dude, isn't your dad Italian? <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> oh, boy. <sighs> anyway, what's your last one? <laughs> so if you thought yours was a lot, mine is a whole lot. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Okay. I. This is. This is probably the most bizarre story I've ever seen on Reddit. I'm so excited um, because that's like such a high bar. <laughs> it is a high bar. It's the highest bar. All the comments are this are all like, what the fuck did I just read? What the fuck did I just read? Like that's every oh single comment. Okay, I'm so excited. To not spoil anything for anyone, just more like tags. Like no one is like physically hurt by this. No one like is a danger or anything like that. It is just like legitimately like one of the biggest weirdos I've ever seen on Reddit. And I read this to Kelsey before we did the pod and she like was stunned and it's like haunting her brain. It's haunted my brain for like two weeks. So I'm just stating like, this will stick with you. It's not horrible, but it's just like, what the fuck? So I'm ready. I'm ready to be haunted. Yeah. (laughs) Like, let's go. (laughs) Today I fucked up by admitting to my girlfriend that I have pretended I was having sex with someone else. What? So like when they were having sex, he was imagining he was fucking someone else. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Um, I mean, that sounds so far okay and not that crazy. So let's see what happens. <laughs> it, it doesn't take us long. Let me just tell you, we, we go pretty fast in here. Oh boy. All right. All right, my fantasy started in the ninth or the 10th grade when we were meant to read The Mor- Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've read that. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> As I started to think more and more about the roach creature that the character had become, I started to imagine what it would be like if a woman turned into a roach. I found this idea very arousing. I would not be repulsed or frightened of her as the character in the story are. I would take care of her. Then I thought, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I like that. 
that's like the would you still love me if I was a worm? Like <laughs> classic. <laughs> then we get to the next sentence. Then my thoughts started to get sexual with the character. Oh no. Yep. <laughs> oh, of course they did. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Eventually, I sort of dropped the bit about her having been a human first, and I kind of imagined this fictionalized roach species. They are giant roaches, the size of a person, and they have complete <laughs> intelligence. I kind of over time conjured up an imaginary friend of sorts. She was one of these roaches, and her name was Agatha. I would fantasize about her often. Whenever I masturbated, I'd be thinking of elaborate scenarios of me and Agatha making love. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. He has a fake giant roach girlfriend. Cool. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> When I started to have actual sex, I find I could not perform if I wasn't thinking of Agatha. Oh, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, like, deep in his psyche. This like <laughs> This was, like, made during, like, a formative time, and there's, like, no coming back now. <laughs> oh, no. So basically now, anytime I have sex with a woman, I am thinking about Agatha. I concentrate intently to visualize what I actually am doing to Agatha. I don't want to think about the girl at all. There's only Agatha. Of course, this sex can never be as exciting as my fully imagined sessions with Agatha. There are things that her multiple appendages and antennae allow for that human women can never match. So anyways. I don't like that. I don't don't feel good about that. Not at all. So anyways, I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend for about a year. Three or four times I've tried to have sex with her and not pretend she is Agatha, but I just can't do it. (laughs) Can't do it, man. No can do. <laughs> so essentially every time we have sex, I imagine she is Agatha. I finally confided this to her the other day. Oh no. Was, oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Don't do and that. I, <laughs> and I was blown away by her reaction. I thought she might take it a bit badly at first, but that she'd get used to it. No, I have never seen such a look of disgust before. Outrage is not an understatement. She is not even returning my text now. I'm afraid she is actually going to break up with me and also is going to tell people about Agatha. I don't know how I will face anyone. This is going to sound silly, but I also feel guilty about feeling shame, as if Agatha would be saddened by this. Even though I know she's imaginary, I just don't know what to do at this point. Oh, wow. Wow. So that that happened five years ago. Okay. We have okay. an update. Oh, I don't think we asked for an update, but okay. <laughs> no, no one did. Like, no one asked for that, actually, but thank you. <laughs> so, oh, geez. Okay. He and Agatha got married. And by marriage, what do you mean? they had like an imaginary ceremony where he married Agatha. Like in his head? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. We, we go to some place that involves you, like, tangentially, so get excited. Okay, I am excited. Uh, so, let's see. So, yeah, he, he admits that he married her. They even went on a honeymoon, which technically you could count as a solo vacation to New Orleans for a week. But in my mind, Agatha was with me the entire time. In my mind, I think of her as my wife. <laughs> No. I love that he actually traveled for his honeymoon. Like he literally went to New Orleans. Oh my god. Now here's 
here's where I fucked up. I got so used to thinking of her as my wife in my head that a few months ago at work, I nonchalantly said my wife in some <gasps> innocuous sentence. Oh my god. I think it was something like, oh yeah, me and my wife love that show. And her <laughs> stopped. Does he like talk out loud to her? Like when like when they're like when he's home and stuff? Like do they like have like conversations? Like I would like to know and also not like to know. I don't I have, know how to fully express No, like, that I have a lot of questions, but also I'm horrified by what the answers might be. So now everyone was asking about my wife because they had never heard I was married or even dating anyone. Everyone kept pestering me, wanting to know about her, wanting to see pictures. Oh, my God. I became full of panic. I did the one thing I swore I would never do again. I talked to other people about Agatha in real life. We were in a team lunch, and I just let it spill out. I told them about how I became so enamored of my teenager with Prince Kafka story. Wait, he told his coworker? Yes, 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 yes. No, what? Yes, yes, yes. Ah, no. How my fantasy evolved into an actual imaginary entity with a personality and how I slowly became to grow in love with her. What started as a mere sexual attraction to a giant roach blossomed. A mere to sexual attraction. <laughs> to a roach. <laughs> it's not a big deal, guys. <laughs> oh, and then she became the love of my life, even though her existence was in my own mind. At first, they thought I was doing a creepy joke, but I convinced them that I was telling the truth. Well, they were afraid and disgusted. <laughs> oh, my God, uh, did he get fired? Here we go. <laughs> I have been a pariah at work ever since. Everybody steers clear of me. We used to have a good social life. Now every people only speak to me for work-related reasons. Even working virtually now, nobody sends me a Slack message unless it's about work. I even heard a rumor that people went to HR, but they were, of course, told nothing could be done. I have lost all my good work friends because of this, and it's indeed jeopardizing my career because my bosses think that I am insane. I have ruined my friendships and future career prospects due to the, my honesty. I am thinking about starting to look for a new job, although it's difficult in the current environment. I can start fresh elsewhere. No matter what, I will be staying with my wife, Agatha. For me, it is Agatha forever. If you must know, I do hope that even if I am an old man, that one day the technology is invented to extract the Agatha personality from my mind and implant her into a real external body either of genetically engineered or mechanical in nature. And me and Agatha can then experience genuine physical connection. But if she must remain within me, that is fine. Her love keeps me warm on the coldest of nights. I, I just, no words right now. Like, oh, geez. I told you it's a weird, like, it's a pretty large hurdle to be the weirdest person on Reddit. But I think he, no, I think he did it. Case. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> he crushed it. That's, I have like I have so many thoughts but like I can't like articulate them at this time like I just like it's too much no uh, there's I didn't read the full update because he goes into a lot of the sex with Agatha um, no I don't no 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 I'm okay I'm good <laughs> just to sum it up he literally pays prostitutes and tells them to be a roach and uh, <gasps> oh yeah. stop no he gets other people involved I thought he was just like jerking off a lot like thinking about her that's his main thing but he has he's okay. also done the prostitute round route as and well and he's told them like his fantasy yeah, of, he's, like, he's, like I, he's like i want you to be a roach yeah how do they like how like are there like 
does he have a costume for them to put on or like what? So apparently this is the interesting part is um, he has gotten male and female prostitutes because all the, all got those a female because of her appendages, men can do other things. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. I guess logistically speaking, that does make sense. Although I don't like it. No, I don't either. <laughs> I do not like it. <laughs> Dear God. I saw this and was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever read. Wow. And like all the Reddit comments too were also like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever read. No, I know. That's like deeply disturbing. Oh my God. Okay. Well, was that our last story? Cause like I need a breather. Like I can't handle this. I need a minute. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, thank you for scarring us all. Um, I will. I will maybe never stop thinking about that. Um, but we'll take a quick break um, and we'll be right back. Right. <laughs> and we're back. And we're going to have a slightly abbreviated episode today just because our calendars have gotten a little busy and we ran out of time. But we do have um, a kind of a mini conspiracy corner. So take it away. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this will be like conspiracy and stories and everything else. I don't really know how it fits to conspiracy, but just roll with me. Uh, we need to talk about the Gwyneth Paltrow ski. I um, am so glad you're bringing this up. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so great because this is like the one topic that I wanted to talk about actually and we did not plan this in advance. <laughs> yes. Talk to me. How, I don't know how it's conspiracy, but it is at the same time. Somehow it is, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah I agree. It works. <laughs> There's, I, I think he won. She, she technically won, but I somehow feel like he won in all this to a degree. I don't know, though. He came out and was asked, like, was it all worth it? And he's like, absolutely not. Like, because now he's just going to be on the Internet forever as like that guy who sued Gwyneth Paltrow and Lost or whatever like I don't know I think it's pretty embarrassing for him and just like how she so clearly like owned the entire thing like I mean the memes and content that have come out of this trial are gonna go down in history and I feel like they just made her like even more iconic in that yes. way that like she's completely unrelatable and like hilarious and we just like love her for it. Like she's just like on another planet and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> That's what I mean by he won is he gave us this internet story that I never thought like if he we're, did like we are all the winners of this trial. Like we're the real winners here. <laughs> like we if the you did people. like a chat GPT of like the internet, this is like what it would come up with of like yeah. the weird fucking story. <laughs> No, honestly, though, this is what the internet boils down to, like, at its purest form. I agree. Like, it's just so good. The way she came over and was like, I wish you well at the end of the trial was just, like, so iconic. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite moment from the trial? I don't know. There's so... I like... I just... Okay. I like the whole thing is, like, set upon that Gwyneth Paltrow, like, crashed to an optometrist. That, in general, is just, like, a stupid knock-knock joke that, like, has come to life. So that the fact that that is the whole basis for everything is also just, like, wildly amusing to me. Yeah. Well, and then it turns out he crashed into her. So it's like, <laughs> he's suing her for crashing into her. <laughs> But, like, honestly, like, I'm glad she won because, like, if you listen to the evidence and stuff, like, he obviously was at fault. Like, yeah. 
like it was very clear and very obvious from like witness statements and like everything else. And they're like, you yelled at him. And she's like, yes, because he ran into me. <laughs> like, like, like the stuff from the trial is just so funny. And they're like, what? Um, they're like, what did you lose from this or something? And she's like, well, I lost half a day of skiing. <laughs> like, I just love all the answers. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. It's so funny. Um, but then like, there was also a thing where someone else was saying like, or I guess he was saying like, yeah, no, I definitely knew it was her. She was with that guy from Coldplay. And she's like, well, that was, that's my ex-husband. I was actually there with my new husband. Um, but nice try. <laughs> like just, I don't know. The whole trial was so funny to me. It's so good. <laughs> I think there's also a problem too. And it's a kind of similar thing with the Johnny Depp thing of like, when you like are in a lawsuit and there's a celebrity, like these people are like trained to be charismatic and charming and like, I know Gwyneth Paltrow is weird, but I mean, like, she can put it on. And, like, what did you think was going to happen, buddy? Like, you were in the wrong and you're, like, suing someone who's, like, fairly charismatic person. Yeah, yeah. No, like, that's the thing. Like, people love Gwyneth. Like, we love her because she's, like, deeply unrelatable and hilarious. Like, it just, like, yeah, of course. Like, people love her. Like, how, I don't know how how he thought that like he was going to come out looking like better in all of this. It's like so funny. Like, I don't know. Did he think like, I think it was just a cash grab. Like, I just like think he thought she would settle. Yeah. I think like, probably that was it. That's definitely like the logic behind it. Cause otherwise you wouldn't go through with all this. Like, I think he definitely just was like, Oh, had like ran into someone or whatever. Who's rich. Like he definitely like ran into her or whatever, maybe intentionally, maybe accidentally. And then like, either before or after he found out that it was Gwyneth Paltrow and was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get some money out of this. I think it's exactly what happened. But then she was like, I'm not settling. We're doing this thing. Like, yeah, I also love the Paltrow. fact that she was, yeah. Like I love the fact that she was like willing to go to court for this too. Like, she's like, no, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she called his bluff and was like, I'm not settling. Ah, <laughs> oh, amazing. So good. Yeah, I don't know what the conspiracy is here, but there is one. It's somewhere. There, there is one. It's it's in the corner somewhere. We haven't fully identified it, but it's there. It's there, for sure. But yeah, definitely like the, I would argue the top news item from like, from recent times. Like, I, I haven't seen anything more exciting happening, honestly. No, I want to be reminded of this like once a year. Like, it's like those stupid things for like Facebook's like, hey, remember like eight years ago you did this? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But once a year, I want to be reminded, hey, this is the anniversary of the stupid skis. Oh, my crash. gosh. This is <laughs> the day Gwyneth Paltrow won one dollar in her trial. Yeah. Like I need a, I need like a memorial holiday. <laughs> uh, proud of her. <laughs> so good. Well, we are abbreviated. So are we going straight into Thirst Corner? Yeah, let's hit that Thirst Corner. All right, so I've got my uh, I've got my list. Let's see where we're at with it. Um, where did we le- leave I off? It was like two thousand three, two thousand four, somewhere in there. Oh, we were on two thousand five. Here we go. Oh, okay. All right, perfect. So for two thousand five, I think I touched on this first one last time, but um, first one up is Rachel Bilson. From the OC. Love her. Um, first time person on the list so far. So good for oh, her. Interesting. That's good. Yeah. 2005 was like prime OC time, though. I think it ended in 2007. So this was like at the peak of its power. So makes sense. Um, we've got Jessica Simpson again. Also a good year for her. Um, Beyonce. She has been repeatedly on the list. Um, ooh, Angelina Jolie. Is this her first time on the list? I think it is. 
I don't remember you really talking about her before, but this is like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And yeah. I, I love that movie. I really mm-hmm. love that movie. Mm-hmm. And it gave us the, the, the ultimate pairing of um, Brad and, and that whole thing. So, I mean, this was an iconic time for Angelina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. All right. Interesting. I I was really attracted to Lindsay Lohan during this time period. This it looks like this was when she was in her uh, blonde phase. Yeah. Um, not her best time, I would argue, but um, she was doing it. Okay. Now, 2004 was basically her best time phase. Was that like Mean Girls time? Yeah. Yeah, that's her peak peak of her powers, I would say. Um, Eva Longoria. Once again, we're in uh, Desperate Housewives time. Um, Christina Milian, what happened to her? Where is she? <laughs> Where has she been? <laughs> I forgot she existed. Uh, let me see. Uh, I also it's... really can't explain what she's famous for. Is she a musical artist, an actor? I have no idea. Singer? Yes, I guess a she's a singer. singer. Okay. What is she right. write? Hold on. I'm, I'm going to find Dip I It Low. Know. Oh, okay. I do know that song. Yeah. Okay. All right. But where'd she go? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, she was a in The Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. If you would like to watch that movie, you can find out what she's been doing lately. I'm okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> um, okay. And last up, Jessica Alba once again. Oh, yeah. Still, still a good time for her. She's probably like my top when I was like that age. So that's Hell fair. yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And our choice hottie of 2005. Oh, was Rachel Bilson. Good for, oh, her. good for her. I'm proud of her. She was my top pick for that one. She's great. I feel like she's really underrated. Like, I wouldn't say she's like a yeah. good actress, but like, I think she's fun. Like, I like, I don't know. Like, I, I want her to be in more things. I want her to be around more because I like her a lot. See, I feel um, like she's like the perfect um, Fox CW type. Um, totally totally she did go on after the oc to have a pretty popular show called heart of dixie for like several seasons so she was doing that for a while um and i think she's like been in like like guest starred in a lot of other shows and stuff but yeah i don't know i feel like her movie career never took off i think probably because she's maybe not that good of an actress but i i still i still love her i don't care she i think she's wonderful (laughs) um all right we'll do another one more year uh 2006 here we go once again, Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson was killing it for a few years, she, though. <laughs> she was on this list, like, what, four times or something like that at this point? She, yeah, I think she's been in almost every year. Um, yeah, good for her. Um, also, Andrew brought up something funny last night. We were talking about Tony Romo because he was on, like, a TV commercial or something. He came on, and Andrew was like, Hey, isn't Tony Romo the guy who had like that crazy prenup? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, he had some crazy prenup where like his wife or whatever couldn't gain weight or something. And I was like, what is this? What are you talking about? So I Googled it. Turns out it was a prenup with Jessica Simpson. And it said in the prenup that for every pound over 135 pounds that she gained, uh, Jessica must pay Tony from her separate property five hundred thousand dollars what yes and and they never ended up getting married obviously i think largely because so that yeah they weren't actually married but apparently they had this prenup that tony wrote up and she was like no (laughs) for good reason 
but isn't that crazy? <laughs> I feel like Jessica Simpson attracts like the worst men, honestly. <laughs> like poor girl. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't think Tony Romo was like that bad. I wasn't like a fan of his, but at the same time, I was just no, like, he's eh. apparently that bad. Yeah. So that's Jeez. really fun and cool. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, good for Jessica Simpson. Uh, once again, Jessica Alba still killing it. Oh, Rihanna, that's oh, good fun. for her. Okay, this, this was, was like, like around like uh, the umbrella. This was like, this was like Ponda replay. This was like her first like her first popular hit. Yeah, this was the start of it. Oh, Scarlett uh, Johansson. Hold on, I do have an update that's important because uh, I was wondering. I was like. How much richer is Jessica Simpson than Tony Romo? Uh-huh. And this is like celebrity net worth, which is like sometimes not really trustworthy, but whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm taking it. Uh, she's worth 200 million. He's worth 70. Good for her, girl. Good for yeah, I knew she had like a makeup line, which is always like she know, had, like, she had makeup. That. She's had clothing. She's had accessories. She's had shoes. Like, yeah, she's done it all. She's a queen. Good for her. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson, first time on the list. I love do love. I do like her. Uh, I, I think she is actually somewhat underrated as an actress. I'll say it like because I feel like she kind of got that reputation of just being like a beautiful person, and she's like I a think Marvel, she's a pretty but, good actress. Yeah. I think she's been kind of typecast. Yeah, but I, I think she's actually pretty talented. Um, Evil Longoria once again, Desperate Housewives still going strong at this time. Um, and Rachel Bilson again. Nice. We just All love right. Rachel Bilson. All right, and the choice hottie for 2006 was Jessica Alba. Oh, okay. nice. All right, yeah. all right. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, well, that was 2005 and 2006. Who is your hottie of today? Who's my hottie of today? Um, so I feel like it's going to lead in, unless you're going to talk about it. But I watched, like, a bunch of movies while we have been off. Um, watched a bunch of A24 shit, which is weird. Uh, I okay. did, like... Always a weird time. Love it. <laughs> I did the lighthouse a while back. I did, yes. um, but then recently I did Good Times, and uh, I did another one with Rob Pattinson. I'm gonna have to remember it. But um, yeah, so like Rob Pattinson was a good one. Uh, Third score I keep seeing. He's just like a really talented actor that doesn't get enough credit, honestly. But yeah, he's uh, quite good. Then um, I watched Hawkeye based on your recommendation. Yeah, what a surprising show, right? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I wasn't expecting to like it, and then I ended up liking it, so I was pleasantly surprised. Me too. Yeah, but it's yeah, actually, like... yeah, I don't know. It's like the I saw it was like the one I was least interested to watch, and it's actually like my favorite one of the Marvel shows. I thought it was really good. It was just fun, and like it yeah. wasn't like too crazy or anything like that. I was just like, yeah, this is a fun show, and. Uh, Everyone, I like we had Florence Pugh pop up in there. We had a lot of like fun thirsts on this uh, pod that like pull up in there. Um, no, I know. There's like so many good people in this cast. That's what I was saying. Like the cast was like surprisingly stacked. Like we've got Jeremy Renner, not really a thirst, but I do kind of like him. Just like, yeah. I don't know. He seems cool. Um, Haley Steinfeld, a thirst for sure. Florence Pugh, that's wifey. Um, Linda Cardellini is the wife. Farmiga. Linda yeah. Carlini, so many good ones in here. Yeah, like good stuff all around. Yeah, no, I was very pleasantly surprised by this show. I, I did not think it was going to be good, but then it was actually very fun. And it, like totally not what I expected. No, it was, it was very, very fun. So, yeah, I'm glad that you told me to watch it just because like, I don't know, like 
I kind of got marbled out. So um, me too. I, I definitely, we definitely had to take like a big step back and like, we finally were just like, Oh wait, we never watched Hawkeye. And that's what led us to this. But um, no, honestly, great show. So very fun. What about your thirst? Okay. Well, I'm just going to talk about some more WWE guys. I'm sorry. It's just like the <laughs> only thing that's on my mind right now. Um, yeah. So I just want to, I just want to circle back again on, um, on Seth Rollins, who I mentioned earlier, because I'm convinced that this man is like the next like fashion icon, like his, his outfits that he wears for the, like his matches are just like so insane. They're so fun. He wears all these crazy like fur coats and jackets and stuff. And like for WrestleMania, he came out in like a hot pink, like harness thing that he was wearing, like as a shirt, like he is just so fun. I feel like he's like really pushing the edges of like fashion in like a really like kind of like, like he's so beefy and like manly, but then like he wears shit. That's like, I don't know, like very feminine. Like he's very into like, I think like, non-conforming to like gender roles in clothing which I think is like very fun like he I don't know he just does like really cool stuff and I'm just like obsessed with him like I think he's the coolest like he's also like kind of like the joker of WWE like he just does crazy shit and he'll they'll interview him and he'll just be like cackling like a maniac during the interview and stuff like I just think like his his like ring persona is really fun and like really like entertaining so he is like my eternal thirst I mean he's also obviously like really hot but like that's like you know, that's secondary. <laughs> As I was telling Andrew the other day, I was like about Drew McIntyre, another one of my WWE thirsts. I was like, I was like, but I want people to know I'm in it like for the real reasons, you know, like I want them to know I'm a real fan. Like, did I get into WWE just for the guys in like tight little shorts? <laughs> like, no, but like, does it help? Is it like a bonus? Like, absolutely. I'm not going to say no, but yeah. So it's just like, total package all around i'm like yes they're super hot but there's so much more than that (laughs) (laughs) so those are my thoughts on my wwe guys currently so my top two i would say right now are seth rollins and drew mcintyre but um you know there's some others that i think are climbing up the ranks for me so i'll keep you guys posted i actually am really i didn't like cody rhodes at first when he first came on the scene but now i'm really into him and i really wanted him to beat roman reigns so that was really upsetting when he didn't i really I just don't see it with Roman. I don't get it, but oh, well, <laughs> I'll post pictures of these guys so people know what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, that's my take on Thirst Corner this week. <laughs> nice. I'm glad you got to see your thirst in real life. Uh, a dream come true, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I, I was telling Andrew the other night, I was like, it, like if Drew McIntyre, like if I were to somehow see him in person and he propositioned me like, yeah, I, I'd have to say yes, and I hope you'd accept that. And he's like, no, I'd be fine with it, honestly. Like, he's like, that guy's a man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Um, any random chatter? Yeah, um, so there's another post about Agatha the Roach. <laughs> Stop it. I can't handle this. <laughs> what? Yeah. He wanted them to be happy with him. They just said, we're going to pay for you to go to therapy. And apparently it's his last post about Agatha. So I hope that he got some therapy. Oh my God. Like he tried to get his parents to like accept her. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you need help. <laughs> they were. Okay. I'm glad like someone is saying that though. Like I'm glad there's someone yeah. in his life who's like, you need help, my man. <laughs> like, 
Dear. I just sent you uh, someone on Reddit visualized Agatha, and I just sent you the picture. So you I'm scared to open this. First. I don't need that. No. Yeah. Oh. Wait, so her name is literally spelled O G T H A? Yeah. Agatha. That's, That's what so... I did. Agatha, I thought, but it could be Agatha. Agatha? I don't know. Yeah. I thought you were just saying Agatha weird, but like, this is worse. No. Agatha. Yeah. No, I'm so upset. Okay, well, we'll post that um, on on the gram for your guys' horror and shock. Um, don't worry. <laughs> we will we will blurse you with this knowledge. <laughs> we will we'll throw that out there, um, and then you'll have to you know look at some soothing images of Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre to cleanse your palate afterwards. <laughs> We'll post all of that on the gram for you. Don't worry. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings. Bye.